in the realm of the spirit you see what is on your shirt the lord said me your name is what is on your shirt hallelujah what is your name rose what do you have on your shirt I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that He's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Prophesy. Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Hey. Kenny Ogba Ugaga. Kenny Ogba Ugaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How can I know these things? One thing about you, you are real. <laughs> In the realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that is about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Hey. Kenny Ogba Ugaga. Kenny Ogba Ugaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. 
<laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery, major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? I know one thing about you. You are real. <laughs> spirit you see what is on your shirt the lord said me your name is what is on your shirt Hallelujah. what is your name rose what do you have on your shirt Hallelujah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. i don't know why where's my mama gonna power i saw fire jumping from her and coming to you and i'm trying to understand why when i looked at you i saw her when i saw her i saw you are you a nurse you're in the medical field Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Amen. Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny, Ogba, Ogaga. Kenny. Ogba, Ogaga. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> Because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? I know one thing about you. You are real. <laughs> I pray for you in the name of Jesus that the Lord will touch you wherever you are. I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer. I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes 
and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change. That people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God. To be a shield for your family. To be a defender of your family. Let it be so now in Jesus' mighty name.
Shanda Clariosto Improdovida Shalakate Lemande Proveinden Kishta Agosta Alova Kalamande Lepronde Ligista I pray for you in the name of Jesus that the Lord will touch you wherever you are. I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer. I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. La clariosto fradei ke le kishta avoka talamande. Laisti constelestain glory fantelino. Mevretita atuva kashuka pravedia amande. Langatita labra de liga oka pavake tila mande le pronde vikatei. Zila kusha mevrafia azufekei. Kinkarabasonte lekeya azuke prade kishta amande le kushta. Pravakushte ikarabakante le teleba sovare. Makusha arade dia azaka talabante. Monde le kashte iza azuva. Meria azuka talamande karabatoshte. Kapro soto lomande le kishta azuka ramande. Mavo, mavo, mavo. I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change that people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God, to be a shield for your family, to be a defender of your family. Let it be so now in Jesus' mighty name.
realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah. What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Yeah. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yes. can I know these things? I know one thing about you. You are real. <laughs> Blessings, everybody. This is the prophet. And uh, I want to bless you all in the name of Jesus for being live. And I am excited for what God is going to do today. And uh, today I'm going to be teaching about prophetic impartation, this Sulam anointing, this Sulam impartation. For everybody that is here, I'm here with my sons and daughters and I am excited for what God is going to do. So I want you to share it. I want you to let somebody know that the prophet is live so whether you're watching on uh, periscope on youtube on facebook i want you to share it because the lord has something in store just for you so i'm gonna be teaching you about how to receive the sulam impartation now every man and woman of god walk with a different grace now let me explain this the anointing remains the same, but the grace that operates the anointing is different. Now, there are some people that are graced for healing. There are people that are graced for deliverance. And there are people that are graced for, for finances. Everybody is graced with something different. 
And there are rare people who are graced with a lot more things than others, but all that is by the grace of God. So today I want to share with you how to receive the Sulam impartation. What is the Sulam again for those who don't know? If you read uh, Genesis chapter 28, I believe verse 10, it talks about the prophet Jacob who became Israel when he was laying down in a strange land on his way on exile. He slept and he had a vision in a dream whereby he saw a ladder coming from heaven to the earth. And he saw the Lord standing at the top and he saw angels ascending and descending. Now this was an experience that the Lord gave me and the Lord had given me the keys to operate this area in my life. So my prayer is not just that you have angels that just you have one or two angelic uh, encounters and that's the end of it. My prayer is that you have the sulam, you have the access, what is called the halak, the ability to walk up and down, to, to have encounters with angels. That is why Israel, or whom we call Jacob, could go to the same place and pray and wait and an angel would appear that he would grab him and say, you will not leave me unless you bless me. Now, how did he know for sure that God was going to visit him? It's because he knew that the Sulam was in that place. Now, the Lord Jesus also spoke about it. He said, you shall see angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Now, that's very weird to say. He did not say, you will see angels appear and disappear. He said, you will see angels ascend and descend upon the Son of Man, meaning that Jesus walked with the Sulam. Meaning he was not only a portal, but he was a ladder where angels were consistently busy going up and down upon him. That's why his ministry was very effective. Now there's a lot of you, there are things that are slow. Because once in a while you tap into the portal being open and an angel is sent to you. But if you walk under the Sulam 24-7, the angelic realm will become your reality. And this is the desire of God for every single person. So my prayer is that everybody that is watching will enter into this, will come into this. I can't see people saying amen. I don't know if people are asleep or people are here. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on Periscope, this is the desire of the Lord for everybody that is watching. I want you to keep sharing this. I want you to let somebody know that today is your day that God wants you to learn something that will be added upon you, that will launch you into your next dimension. So I want you to be ready. I want you to be prepared. I want you to have your book. I want you to have your paper. I want you to have whatever you need to make sure that you don't miss what God has for you today. And I want everybody to subscribe, whether you're on Facebook or on Periscope or, 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 or on, on YouTube, so that every time we come on, you know that uh, the prophet is on so that you can be quick to be on. Sometimes God will give me these messages and he'll tell me, take it down. So if you are not there and you did not catch it, you can completely miss what God is saying. Are you guys ready? Yes. I'm here with some sons and daughters and I believe that God is about to teach us something. Amen. Go to Genesis, 2 Kings, I believe. 2 Kings chapter number 6. 2 Kings chapter number 6 from verse 1. Second Kings, Kings, uh, Second Kings, chapter number six, verse number one. Everybody is there. Yes. 
right, now listen to me carefully. He says, And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold now the place we dwell with thee is straight for us. Is too straight for us. Now the word straight there is too narrow. It has become too small for us. Now there is something that is strange already here from the time that you read it. It says that the sons of the prophets spoke unto Elisha. Notice they never called him prophet. They called him Elisha. Now the biggest thing that hinders a lot of people into entering into what God has given a man is that you're following other people but pretending to follow a person. Expecting to receive what they carry but yet you're still engaging with other people. So the Bible is exposing them that they were the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha. I don't know if somebody is catching this. Remember, this, these sons of the prophets were the same guys that when Elijah was around, they are also called the sons of the prophets. Meaning even though Elijah were around, they called Elijah master, but he was never really their father. I, I feel like I'm talking to myself. So you find that even though Elijah taught them, he was more of a mentor to them, but he was never their father. So you find it strange that everywhere Elijah went, Elijah was by himself. How can Elijah be the one, the greatest prophet in his time, but he is by himself? Everywhere he's going, he's by himself. What is wrong? Something is not adding up. It's because Elijah had no sons. He had many mentees, but he never had sons. Now remember, because they were already prophets, it means they had a measure of the prophetic already operating in them and in their lives. So in reality, they were already prophets, but they were not prophets of the caliber that Elijah was. So you find it strange that God is coming to Elijah, telling Elijah, I want you to go and find a guy called Elisha. You shall anoint him and he will take from thee and finish what you started. Now that is very wrong. If there are people that are already prophets, but God is taking a major prophet to go and find a farmer who, has, who is a servant, who he spent his life working to make him take over from somebody who already had other people that he was teaching. But God never qualified any of them and only went and took somebody called Elisha, who nobody knew, who was a nobody, but God said, this one is the one I am choosing that is going to finish what my servant Elijah had started. I feel like I'm talking to myself. There are so many people that want what prophet love he has. There are many people, maybe it's your pastor, maybe it's whoever that you are inspired by, but you are not committed yeah. where you are. You are busy committed so that you can gain an advantage and go and do your own thing. Right, right, right. Yet what you don't understand is there is nothing new in the earth. Yeah. 
So if I am greedy and my desire is to just become great, God will never allow me to enter into the dimension that a person is carrying. Let me explain it like this. If God gives somebody, there are people who operate in a level and there are people who operate in a dimension. There is a big difference between a level and a dimension. Just because you are anointed does not mean you are in a dimension. You may be anointed in a level and not a dimension. I don't know if somebody is catching me. So there are a lot of people that are operating in the level, but they have not entered into a dimension. Now, God has already chosen people that are already in a dimension that are sent on the earth to bring people into their dimension. That is why whoever received the Lord Jesus received what he was carrying. The Bible says if you receive a prophet, you will receive a prophet's reward. Why is it, saying, why is it not saying if you receive a, a prophet, you will receive a pastor's reward? Because a pastor is carrying a different dimension from what a prophet is carrying. Now there are prophets who are in the prophetic dimension, but they are in lower levels of the prophetic. They are not in the higher levels of the prophetic. That is why you find the Bible says Moses and the prophets. If Moses was just a prophet, why is it separating him from other prophets and saying Moses and the prophets? Enoch was a prophet, but it does not say Enoch the prophet. It says Enoch. And then he calls everybody else the prophets. Is because Moses was operating from a completely different level from regular prophets. Because it's contradictory to say Moses and the prophets. Why? Because you see Moses meeting with God face to face. Meaning he was in a dimension where he was encountering God face to face. He was not operating from inspiration of the Holy Ghost or simply visions. He was actually going up the mountain, sitting down and Jehovah God is right there and he's talking to God. May you enter into this dimension in the mighty name of Jesus. May you move from a level into a dimension in the mighty name of Jesus. So I want you to capture this and understand this very well. You cannot double, you cannot bounce here, bounce there, bounce here, bounce there, and expect God to lift you where another man is. Remember, where there's no vision, the people perish, meaning I can never go where it has not been revealed unto me. So if I don't see somewhere, somebody somewhere where I want to be, it means I have no way of getting there. And if somebody is already where I want to be, my quickest way to get there is to find that person so that they teach me how they got there. Can I work until I get there? Yeah, but your assignment may be over. You may be busy working. By the time you reach there, you may be 90 years old. Your assignment is already done. I don't know if somebody is catching this. It took the Lord Jesus 30 years to prepare for a three and a half year ministry. And his disciples, it took them three years to operate in what he did in 30 years. So the desire of God is never that you spend the time that Prophet Lovey spent to get here. But God wants you to start where Prophet Lovey is so that you can take it further. Elijah took years to get to the level that he was in. But it took Elisha as impartation session. One impartation session to enter into what Elijah had been in for a long time. Wow. 
I don't know if somebody is catching this. So when Elisha was with Elijah, they ridiculed him. They called him a servant to the prophet. And they were pleased to be sons of the prophets. It was not sons of the prophet, but sons of the prophets. Meaning they had many different fathers, but they were coming to just take from what Elijah had. So even Elijah knew, I cannot bring any of these clothes because they are not servants. Let me tell you the truth. You can never enter into what a man or a woman of God is carrying unless you are willing to invest yourself in what they are carrying. In the kingdom of God, you do not become big by how tall you go, but by how deep your roots go. How deep are your roots? I feel like I'm talking to myself. How deep are your roots? How far deep do your roots go? How deep are your roots in God? Because if God chose to plant what he has in a man, you need to go. Remember, the heart of a man is the good soil. So God drops words, but he drops it in a man, and a man's heart is the good soil. So it means I need to be planted in a man for me to receive. So you find something interesting that Elisha was busy serving Elijah like nobody ever did, ever. When Elijah went and anointed him, Elijah walked away because he thought that all these sons of the prophets or these people that God are anointing, they don't truly understand what I am carrying. So I'm not going to push for them to be close to me. So he simply anointed him and he walked away. And Elisha said, Master, let me follow you. I'm going to celebrate with my family and I'm going to leave everything and follow you and serve you. He abandoned everything. I, I, I wish I had some people that, I wish I had some people that can hear me. He abandoned what? Everything. He left everything, not some things, but what? Everything. And followed the man of God. And the man of God asked him, what do you want with me? He said, no, I want to serve you. Because Elisha knew, just because God has anointed me, I don't want to be average. I want to be the best in what God has called me to be. You see, if you want to be average, you will relax and think God has called me and that is enough. But you will not understand that I need to be a servant. Remember the Lord Jesus said, the greatest among you must be the servant of all. Anybody who does not know how to be a servant can never be great. I, 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 feel, like, uh, I feel like I'm by myself. Uh, are people on Facebook or, or on YouTube, are you people engaging? I feel like uh, I feel alone right now. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Are people catching this? Are people catching this? Are people understanding this? Are people understanding this? To the point that you find something interesting. To the point that you find something very interesting. When Elijah had departed, had left, had been taken into heaven, you find something interesting happening. The, there was a man of God, a king, who was looking 
for a prophet in the land. They said there are many prophets, but they said there is one that washed the hands of Elijah. That is the prophet we want. Remember, there were many prophets in the land. There were many prophets in the land. But they were like, listen, who is the prophet we should go to? They said, no, 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 no. We want the prophet that was a servant that was washing the hands of Elijah. That is the one we want. Literally, the scripture is saying the one that washed the hands of Elijah. Now, people who don't understand this is like, in African tradition, when you are about to eat, whoever is, is the servant in the house will bring hot water with a towel and they will wash everybody's hands. It was the ultimate sign of being a servant that you are preparing them for what they are about to partake in. So Elisha was a servant to the point that he was busy washing the hands of Elijah every time he was wanting to eat. And Elijah was even trying to dodge him because Elijah knew what he was carrying. The sons of the prophets came and told Elisha, do you know that your master is about to leave? They didn't even say your father. They said, do you know that your master is about to leave? Elisha said, I know that he's about to leave. So these other ones knew that Elijah is about to be taken into heaven, but never did anything to take what Elijah was carrying. They were looking at Elisha like a lost puppy that when his master is gone, he will be alone, he will be confused. So they were like you, you don't know that your master is about to go. Let me tell something to somebody that is watching. Popularity is not greatness. Popularity is not greatness. Your spiritual mother and father may not be the most known people, but it's what they carry in them that proves who they are. We have so many people today that they just want to go where somebody that is prophesying. They want to just go where somebody is, is doing this, where somebody wants to do, or, or I saw a big miracle, so I'm going, no, no, no. It's about what do they carry inside of them that will move you to your next level? What do they carry inside of them that will move you to your next dimension? What is in them that will push you to where God wants you to be? A true spiritual father wants you to be great. A true spiritual mother wants you to be great. If anybody you meet that is pushing you down instead of pushing you up to be great, you know they have nothing to offer you. I, I don't know if my Elias people are here. Uh, are you there? Are you sure everybody is there? So I want people to catch this. I want everybody to understand this. Hallelujah. I, I, I feel like uh, nobody is listening to me. Are you sure you're here? Periscope, are you there? Periscope, are you there? So God qualifies who is about to receive more by their ability to serve. Because you are a prophet doesn't mean you're the king. It doesn't mean that. Just because you're a pastor doesn't mean you're there for people to serve. You know, you're there to serve people. You all know me. You, you, you know us. Our, our life is to serve you, to give you what God has given us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every leader in our church, I train you guys to serve people. Amen. Because if you don't serve people, you're representing me wrong because I'm a servant. Amen. Whenever I am with my spiritual father, I am the greatest servant I can be. Amen. 
to the best of my ability. To, to the point that if somebody was to see me, will not even believe that this guy is a prophet, that is a prophet that is forensic, that is powerful, that is, you might not even know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want you to catch this. I want you to capture this. I want you to capture this. So they knew that this was the father. But they said, your master. Because they were sons of the prophets, but they were not servants. But when Elijah was about to depart, Elisha did something. He went to Elijah and said, Elijah told him, listen, I'm about to go and pray somewhere. Can you wait for me? He said, no, I'm not leaving you. Until Elijah tried to dodge him a few times. Then he told him, okay, you know I am leaving. He said, I know you're leaving. But what do you want that I can do for you? Because Elijah was like, this kid is such a servant. He said, I want what you carry. A double, a double measure of your spirit. Notice he did not say anointing. Let me explain something. Everybody says a double portion of anointing. The Bible never says anointing. It says a double measure of your spirit. Meaning that Elijah had already imparted in him, but he wanted the other reserve of Elijah that he never gave to anybody. Because whenever a prophet anoints somebody, he gives them a part of him. Because remember, the prophet is not anointed, but he is called to anoint. That's why the Bible says, do not touch my anointed, do not touch my anointed and do no harm to my prophets. Because a prophet is not anointed, he is the jar of oil that God has released into the world. So now you find something interesting here. He tells him, I want a double portion of your spirit. Let me tell you the truth. To give your spirit is the most difficult thing unless somebody really is intimate with you. Because even God does not reveal intimate secrets. You cannot search his spirit unless you are intimate with him. Draw close to me and I will draw close to you. People say God has an unconditional love. That is true, but this is just a condition here. Draw close to me and I will draw close to you. Meaning that God is acting according to how you are doing. If you draw close, he will draw close. If you don't draw close, even though he loves you, he's still from a distance. <laughs> I don't know if somebody is catching this. Oh, God is just love. He loves everybody. It's true. But he has favorites. There are people that are closer to him than others. It's the truth. Read your Bible. There are people that are closer to him than others. So capture this. I want you to capture this and I want you to capture this very well. And I want you to do your best to catch this. I have a board here because I'm going to give you a prophetic matrix that is going to help you to understand how impartation works. Amen. The prophet Lovi Elias walks with what is called the Sulam anointing. Amen. And I want to show you how you can partake and receive of it. Now notice this, when Elijah was about to depart, Elisha crossed the Jordan with him because he glued himself to Elijah. Now when they crossed the Jordan and Elijah threw his clothes unto him, Elisha took off his clothes and put on the clothes of Elijah. He went before the water and he hit the water and the waters parted. Mm -hmm. 
Because Elijah parted the water, Elisha could not pass and part the water by his grace. He needed the grace that his mentor was carrying. And the Bible says that he hit the water and said, where is the God of Elijah? Immediately the water responded to the God of Elijah, not the God of Elisha. Because Elisha was the one who had the ability to part water, not Elisha. Meaning it is a waste of time to pray, Lord, make me like that person. Go serve that person and God will make you like that. Because what God has given to another, he is the only one who can give it to you, not God God again, because he has already released it. Let me tell you the mystery of why God anoints people or gives people abilities like that is to humble people. Because so many people are prideful, they can never go and say, you know what, I need what you carry. Please mentor me, teach me and raise me. Because everybody wants to be great. Everybody wants to be powerful. Everybody wants to be known. Everybody wants to be the guy or the woman that everybody's saying, yeah, there is no one like that one. There's no humility. And what they don't understand is that the Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will lift you up. If I talk, let me tell you the truth. If I tell a son or a daughter, do this and do that, and they don't do it, I will never tell them again because that's how I test people. I see if they will take my word at its weight or not. If God is taking my word seriously that he would anoint my words to change situations, to reveal mysteries to me, to help me help people. If I talk to you and you don't take it in the value that God has given to me, I know that I was not sent to you. I will love you from a distance, but I will not give you what I'm carrying. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody. I don't know if I'm sharing this with somebody. But now you notice something. When Elisha came back, the Bible says that the sons of the prophets bowed down, meaning that they never saw Elijah being taken. They just saw the waters parting. They say, ah, surely the spirit of Elijah is upon him. They knew this is Elijah 2.0. And the Bible says they bowed themselves before him. Meaning they never bowed before Elijah. Now what people don't understand, <laughs> is it okay if I, okay, let, me, let, me, let me go to the restroom real quick. Let me take a quick break. Just pause it for a second. Pause my mic for a second. I'll be right back. <laughs> let, me, let me, I've drunk too much water. the spirit you see what is on your shirt the lord said me your name is what is on your shirt hallelujah what is your name rose what do you have on your shirt hallelujah i don't know why where's my mama gonna power i saw fire jumping from her and coming to you and i'm trying to understand why when i looked at you i saw her when i saw her i saw you are you a nurse you're in the medical field Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Divorce. Okay, go to my mama, Ghana. I'm divorced. 
I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. No, I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Yeah. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Prophesy. Prophesy. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? I know one thing about you. You are real. Tatila bakatale baradia kaso. Okay, we are back. So, now capture this, right? Capture this. So they never saw Elijah being taken into heaven. They never saw it. They never saw Elijah being taken into heaven. So, but they saw the manifestation of what Elisha was doing, was what exactly Elijah was doing before. So them being prophets, they also knew that you cannot do this unless you're carrying somebody else's spirit. Now look at this, watch this. It gets interesting. They receive him and they bow themselves. They immediately want to submit themselves because of the manifestation of the power that they saw. Let me tell you something. If you humble yourself because of what somebody is carrying, it's not true humility. But when you know that somebody is carrying something that you see God and you humble yourself, even though you are called into the same thing, then it shows that you have true humility. Like somebody who has no money can never be really humble. Because their humility is because they don't have. But somebody who has that can come and say and submit themselves and bow themselves, it means they have true humility inside of them. That is why the Lord Jesus told to the rich man, he said, go sell everything and follow me. Because if he could give up everything he had because Jesus was more than what he had, then he was truly, his true desire was really to, to find heaven. Yeah. So a person who has much, if they come, you see, there are people who come to me, they say, I want to prophesy like you. I say, do you? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But I look at their condition of their heart and I know whether if they are playing around or if they are serious about really seeing who Jesus is and walking with the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that they sent 
people, they asked Elisha, please allow us to go and search for Elijah, just in case he's somewhere in the wilderness. So they went and searched for Elijah and realized that Elijah is really gone. Meaning they were not able to be there when he was transitioning. Now, if you read now 2 Kings chapter number 6, the Bible says, again, I will read verse 1. And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold now, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight. Now, if you read in other versions, the straight means it's too narrow. It has become too small. Meaning from that day they decided like, listen, we are not leaving this prophet. We are going to stay with him. Now, I want you to do the, the, the prophetic matrix. I want to explain something. I want you to grab a pen. Okay, draw the line like I showed you. Uh-huh, one like that. And then the other going across. Uh-huh, now I, I'm, I'm going to explain something and you're just going to add on there, right? Now, I want you to use the red one the red one, and I want people to see this. Now, there is something called human capacity and God capacity. Now, the spirit's capacity is limited according to your physical ability. An example is this. A deaf and dumb spirit, or somebody who is deaf and dumb, born that they cannot speak or they cannot hear. A spirit of gossip will never possess them because they know they're incapable of speech and the spirit of gossip needs somebody with a mouth that can gossip. A spirit of stealing will never possess somebody that has no hands, that can snatch things because he knows their physical ability limits them from stealing. In the same way, every spirit needs a host that has the ability to cooperate with them in what they need done. So even the Holy Spirit, even though he feels everybody because he loves everybody and because all are his children and he created everybody, his manifestation varies from each person based on their capacity. So meaning there are people who have a great capacity and there are people who have a small capacity. So I want you to draw, uh, uh, put 10, 0 to 10. 0, because every, uh-huh, keep going, nice. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, you can skip to 10. 9, oh, you made it, okay, perfect. So there is small capacity mm -hmm. and great capacity. This is what you can write here, capacity slash potential. This is what in the world they call potential. You, or you can write that in black if people can see. Yeah, yeah, the numbers, I wanted it in, in red so that people can just see the difference. This is what in the, in, in the world they call capacity. They call capacity or potential. Spiritually, we call it capacity, but in the world they call it potential. People, somebody will come to you and say, man, you have the potential to be Denzel. That doesn't mean you're Denzel. It means you could be Denzel if you work a little harder to maximize your potential. Right. So there are Christians who have a great potential, meaning that they have the ability to be maybe at 7 or 9 or at 10, but they have stayed at 1 because they have not maximized their potential or capacity. 
I don't know if somebody understands. Oh, yeah. Now, this line represents your calling. You can put a thing like this and write calling. Mm -hmm. Where God has called you to be. Some, this represents whether you're, you're a prophet, evangelist, bishop, whatever God has called you to be. All right? Mm -hmm. Now, this line, you're going to draw a line across like that in red. Use the red one so that it's visible, so that it's separate. A straight line ac across. Uh -huh. Now, this represents your journey. Mm -hmm. You know, like in every graph, we have like ups and downs and things like that. Mm -hmm. This represents your journey. And if you're online, you cannot see, please, I pray that you ask me so that you may see. So that we may try. If the bishop needs to make it a little more darker or whatever, we, we can do that so that it's more visible to you. And I want you to make sure that you have this graph because this graph is going to help somebody. When you sit down and you study and you look at it, it will be something that can push you to where God wants you to be. Hallelujah. Is everybody following? Yeah. Uh, some people, you are yes. sleeping. Yes. Uh, you're not responding to me. Yes. The people in Facebook are more responsive than some of you. Yes. Are you sure you're here? Yes. <laughs> yes. Now watch this. This represents what? Your journey. So there are people who just go until here, they stop, and then there are people who go higher. Mm -hmm. Can I borrow the black one? The black pen. Actually, divide now boxes zero, go have lines that go across. Uh huh. Separating one from two. Uh huh. I want to make sure that you follow this because what I'm going to read to you now is going to help you understand this, this thing that is happening here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. May the Lord Jesus be lifted up forever and ever and ever. Amen. Ah, that is perfect. That is exactly perfect. Now, I want you to do something, okay? Now, this is what you're going to do. You're going to run some line across just to divide it into boxes. Okay. So just run a line, boom, mm -hmm. all the way up, uh-huh, bang. I want you to make sure that you have this. Maybe I will not keep this up. Maybe I will delete this. <laughs> so I want you to make sure that you, that you take this. Glory be to Jesus. You got it? Now watch this and I want you to capture this carefully. And I want you to get this carefully. Carefully, carefully, carefully. Now remember, this line 
represents your journey. This simply talks of calling, the line down here. But the red line represents your journey, right? Mm -hmm. Now you have to remember something. Somebody can be on their journey, let's say the goal, the end is here, right? Mm -hmm. But you have spent your whole journey in level one to the end. So I want you to put also, this is zero, I want you to put 10 here. Okay. I want you to put 10 at the end. <laughs> I hope this is helping somebody. Amen. I think people want me to leave it up, so I'll leave it up so you don't have to worry. Don't be afraid. My <laughs> sons and daughters here, they have pulled out their phones and <laughs> do not fear. <laughs> don't be afraid. Now look at this. Can I have a green one? Give me the green one. Now I want you to put, uh, I want you to, to uh, uh, on this, on this uh, line here, I want you to put something and say journey. Okay. All right? Now. On this line here. Yeah, just pull that and yeah. So that people know that that represents your journey. Now like every graph, all right, you know, like if you look at stocks or anything, there are things that go up, down, up, down, up. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So I want you to keep that in mind. Okay. Now, the sons of the prophets. Now, I want you to read with me again verse number one. Are you there? I want you to grab your Bibles. We are going to read together. And I'm going to explain something now. Can you give me the blue one? Give me the blue one. The blue mark. Somebody said, sign a petition that, I don't, that he, he does not delete. <laughs> That's a deep one. <laughs> now watch this and watch this carefully. I want you to watch this and watch this carefully. And the sons of the prophet said unto Elisha, Behold now, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Meaning that, Elisha came back, okay, being up here. You can put this, you say this prophet Lovi is pointing to me. Okay. But the sons of the prophets were tired of being here. This is the sons of the prophets. Sons of the prophet, and this is the prophet Lovi, mm -hmm. an example. And they were so tired because they realized that Elisha went and came back a different person. But they realized that where Elisha was changed is when Elisha went across the Jordan with Elijah. Now you have to understand that the Jordan represents a place of transition from being one way into another way. When Elijah was about to go to heaven, he went unto the Jordan and when he crossed the Jordan, he was a different person. When the Lord Jesus was going into ministry, he had to cross the Jordan and when he crossed the Jordan after his baptism, he became a different person. When the children of Israel left Egypt, they had to go through the Jordan because the Jordan is a place of transition into the promise, not only physical but spiritual heritage. Amen. 
I feel like I'm, I'm talking to myself. My prayer is after this you will cross the Jordan in the name of Jesus. My prayer is after this you cross the Jordan in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whether you're watching in Africa, you're in America, you're in Asia, wherever you may be. My prayer is after you listen to this, you will cross the Jordan in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. I thought I would hear bigger amens. But notice this. They only came to admit that the place that they were in had become too small. Meaning the whole time that they were in the same level, the same level was not too small. I want somebody to capture this. They were always in the same level. But because they never lived with Elijah, they did not force themselves to be close to Elijah. Their capacity they could not take from Elijah. So they never outgrew where they were. They never outgrew level number one. They got stuck and they thought that they had arrived. But the moment they spent time with Elisha, they realized like, guys, we have finally outgrown where we are. Let me explain to you. You don't move from one level into the next level by praying. It does not work like that. Notice it only became small after they had dwelt with Elisha there for some time. When impartation, okay, give me the red one. I'm trying to do this so that it's visual for you so you can see. What is the word of God? What is another, what is the the, the word of God? The word of God is bread. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Meaning the word of God is food Mm -hmm. and is bread. That's why Jesus said, this is my body given unto you. It was bread. The word of God is what? Bread. Bread. That is why we are fed by his words. Now, because they were feeding off Elisha, they finally started becoming fat. Mm. Wow. Mm. Mm -hmm. Let me explain it to you. The Bible says, and the yoke shall be broken because of the anointing. And the Bible says, their anointing maketh fat. Meaning it's not just about listening to a good word, but it's listening to an anointed word. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Because it pushes your capacity. Now the problem is this. This is where the issue is. When impartation is released to this lower level, it's pressure because it's coming from up and pushing you down. Uh (laughs) That is why so many people never submit to anybody because they think that this person, 
Why is it that uh, the prophet is asking me to pray? Why is it that he's telling me, go do this? Why is he sending me? It feels like it's pressure. It feels like you're being pushed down. Because the anointing comes from the crown of the head and it goes to the soles of your feet. The greater shall bless the lesser. So you are not anointed at the same level, but the anointing comes from above and comes down. That's what the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he hath anointed me. So when God is sending somebody to anoint you, what do you see in the Bible? The person who's being anointed will go on their knees and there will be oil that is released up. Karamande Lebron de Kia Sava. Paruva Kia Talamande Lebron de Kia Sava Kia. I just saw the vision of the Lord Jesus anointing people that are watching right now. I saw the Lord pouring oil upon my head and I saw it coming down unto the people that are listening to my voice. I feel the spirit of God. I feel the power of God. So, when the anointing is being passed down to you, remember, you can only receive by serving. There has to be a spiritual exchange. Somebody say spiritual exchange. Whenever somebody gives something to you, they're also taking something from you. That's why the Bible says it is greater to give than to receive. It is greater to receive, to, to give than to receive. An example is if you come and offer something to me, like an example, let me give you a biblical example. The Lord Jesus said, whoever shall welcome you and even give you a glass of water, leave your blessing with them. Meaning blessing is not free. Right. Mm, <laughs> wow. That's good. That's right. That's it's good. not. Mm-hmm. I have to see if you're worthy for me to give you something. Mm. The Lord Jesus went to the point that he said, do not cast your pearl to swines. Mm. Because there are people who are swine. There are people that you giving what you carry is a waste of time. It's actually a disservice to who you are and what you carry. There are sons and daughters that become sins instead of sons. (laughs) Because they always put you in a place of heartache all the time instead of bringing happiness and joy that you can release something unto them. When you see them, you think about them drama 24-7. So whenever the anointing is being released, it always feels like pressure. It always feels like a burden because something is coming upon you. But if you embrace it, there's something that happens. And you receive it. Remember what the Bible says. It says that, The Lord Jesus thought of himself of no reputation, but took upon himself the form of a servant. And every day was saying, I must be about my father's business. Mm -hmm. Whose business are you about? Mm -hmm. Who's your father? (laughs) Some will say, oh, God is my father. Yes, in reality, technically, yes, Mm -hmm. but not really. 
Because Paul is saying, you are my son, Timothy, you are my son, I have begotten you in the faith. Mm. Who has begotten you? What is your spiritual heritage? Mm -hmm. Who are you serving? If you want to know a great person, he's a person that served. Mm -hmm. So it comes down as pressure heavy. But if you embrace it, you begin to eat. Now give me the bloom. What happens is you begin to outgrow where you are. This can no longer hold you. That it begins to force you to break out of it and you enter your next level. So you don't grow from level to level. You don't, you don't go up, but you grow fat that this level can no longer hold you that you are forced yeah. to increase to the next one. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, I, I wish somebody was catching this. You outgrow the level. You don't skip stages. In the school of God, there's no skipping stages. Now look at this. Let's go to verse number two. They said, let us go. We pray thee unto what? Jordan, uh-huh. and th- take thence every man a beam, and let us make a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. They said, Can we go across the Jordan mm-hmm. and let us let everybody carry a beam and let us make a new place mm-hmm. that we may dwell there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, It's okay, go. Verse number three. And one, say, say one. one. One said, be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. So meaning this, if you even, even if I say, okay, I release you into your next dimension. Mm-hmm. And it's for real, I've released it. Mm-hmm. You still not function with it as long as I'm not there. Wow. Wow. So one of them was wise. He said, ah. Right, right, right. We pray you, go with us. Uh-huh. Go with your servants. Yeah. Now it was no longer sons of the prophets. They changed the dimension. Mm. They said, no, no, no. We are your servants. Uh-huh. Please be pleased with us and go with your servants. Amen. Because the only way Elisha was going to unlock that for them is if they were willing to be under yeah. authority. Look at this. A group of people will receive only one goes back. Remember when Jesus released healing unto them? They left and they found that they were healed. But one of them said, no, I have to go back. And when he went back, what does the Bible say? He was made whole. Don't just be healed, but be whole. Don't only have the door for a new dimension open, but actually dwell in that dimension. Amen. That is why some of you have seasons where you are deep and then there are seasons you are not deep. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Ah man, I, sometimes I have vision, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I have this, sometimes I don't. I don't know what is happening. Because the door was open, but you don't know how to dwell in it. You've never been there. Mm-hmm. How can you go and be in a place that you have never been shown? Mm-hmm. Do you know why when you, before you move into an apartment, you go check it out, they sell it to you and they tell you this and this. You have to be able to be settled in it. If you're yeah. not in it, you will not, if you're not settled in it, you cannot stay. Right, yeah, right. That's 
Am I talking to myself? I feel like I'm talking to myself. Are you there? He was like, no, this place, please, go with thy servants. They changed, they became what? Servants. Notice some of them said, I'm going to take my offering. I'm going to go take my tithe and I will go make my place on the other side. Just open the door. And one of them said, no, 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 sir. Go with thy servants. Notice some of them wanted to cross over without giving anything. Okay, let me prove to you. Go to verse number three. Verse number four. So he went with them. And when they came to the Jordan, they cut down wood. Meaning some of them had the power to cut down wood. Now what does wood represent? Money. Paper. Ability. <laughs> Verse number five. But as soon as one, one was filling a beam, the axe head fell into the water. This is what happens when you want to go high. God has opened a door for you, but you want to do something for you. Mm. Not to remember who has brought me into this place. Right, 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 right. right. Wow. Peter was walking on water. The moment he looked at the waves, he began to drown. Mm -hmm. That he said, Lord, save me. If he never said, Lord, save me, Jesus would have not saved him. Wow. That's another story for another day. <laughs> right. The axe head fell into the water and he cried and said, Alas, master, for, I was, for it was borrowed. Mm. He cried to the man of God and said, Actually, this wasn't really mine. Oh. I borrowed it. And the man of God said, where fell it? And he, he showed him the place. And he cut down a stick and cast it in there. And the iron did swim. Therefore he said, take up thee. And he put out his hand and he took it. Let me tell you something. Where God sends you with a prophet of God, you will never lose anything. Amen. Amen. For every level you go into, there are new challenges. Who's going to fight for you? Mm. Thank you Lord. Who's going to pray for you? Remember, there were prophets, but they knew, man, asking God. <laughs> mm. There's a man here that can make this thing float. Right, right. They had never seen him do anything, but they knew this guy can make what, used, what was drowned. Mm. My finances may have drowned. My, my health may have drowned. Mm. But God is going to use this man to bring it back up for me. Amen, amen. Because the axe represented the ability, the power to get wealth. Mm -hmm. But his power was taken away from him and it fell into the water. Yeah. Many of you, you started well, but you've ended up in problems because you forgot who God sent unto you. Mm. God does not want you to start here, you go up, you go down, you go up, you go down. God wants you to have a consistent Amen. rise Amen. as you go through. Amen. 
your ministry and your calling and time. Amen. So the anointing always feels like pressure because it pushes you and it forces you to feed. Mm -hmm. But what that does is it makes you grow out of where you are mm -hmm. and you begin to go up because you're outgrowing the space. Right, 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 right. Hallelujah. I receive it. Unless you outgrow where you are, mm -hmm. you're not going high. Amen. 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 I receive it. The Lord gave me a prayer last night that I worked on. And I want everybody to have this because my desire is for you to have this. I want you to be blessed by this. Thank you. I want you to get WhatsApp, right? Is it WhatsApp? I want you to get on WhatsApp and I want you to save this number. The number will appear on your screen somewhere. And I want you to save the number. You have to save the number because whoever will do this, I will personally feed them until they outgrow the dimension. Amen. Thank you. This will come to my personal number. I'm not saying call. I am not telling anybody to what? Call. call. I'm just telling somebody, go on there, save the number, save it as Prophet Lovi. Mm -hmm. Save it as Prophet Lovi. Don't just message it. Allow God to feed you. I want you to save the number as Prophet Lovi and text and say, Papa or Prophet, I want to grow out, grow where I am. Please send me the Sulam prayer. I did it. What time did I do it last night, sons? The ones that were here. Three in the morning. They were waiting for me to go live. <laughs> and I told them, wait. They were like, when are we going live? Then I disappeared. I came back with a prayer for them. And everybody was like, ah. God made me do this to release it unto the people. So that when you're listening to my declaration and, and my prayer for you, you are playing it when you're driving or before you go to sleep, you're putting it on replay. What you're doing is what God is releasing is going to begin to feed you. It's going to enter you and you will outgrow where you are. You see, Samuel was always with Eli, but because he ate so much from Eli, he outgrew the level of hearing from Eli to the point that now he could hear God through Eli because the voice of Eli was always the voice of God to him throughout his ministry. Some of you say, oh, I want to hear the voice of God clearly. God is a spirit. Do you notice the word of God, the Bible does not say the voice, it does not say the, the voice of God. It says when they hear the voice of God, it says, the Bible always says, it sounds like lightning and thunder and many waters, the right. voice of many waters, meaning you cannot understand it. Right. It's not an earthly lingo. But the moment you have somebody that is speaking the word of God to you, what happens is it changes. You begin to hear a familiar voice. When you want to prophesy to somebody, you hear that African accent. It sounds like... And you know, God is speaking to me. I want people, can you give me the, the, the WhatsApp phone? I want you to do this now. 
and only the people that will text will send it to them. I will text you the prayer personally. Free of charge. I'm not charging anybody from this. I want you guys to be blessed. Amen. Amen. Uh, some people are not, are not happy, so maybe I will not release it. Are you sure you want this? Yes. Don't text the regular number. Make sure you get on WhatsApp and text from WhatsApp. I'll say it again. Text from WhatsApp. I have my phone right here. My, 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 my prayer phone. Text. Don't call. Text. Again, don't do what? Don't call. Text. And say, Prophet, please, there are some people already... My daughter Nadej is already, I saw, I saw just text because I'm looking at the people who are texting right now. Text and say, Papa, please send me the Sulam prayer. Or Prophet, please send me the Sulam prayer. Whoever is texting, save the number. Save the number. Save the number. If you save the number, I will send it to you because I want you to just be great. Anybody that knows me knows that my passion and my desire is just for people to be great. When you're able to fulfill what God wants you to do, it becomes, life becomes easy for some of us. Make sure when you text, text your name. Say, my name is so and so. Prophet, please send me the prayer. My name is so and so. Prophet, please send me the prayer. The people that will receive the prayer, I will be sending weekly updates where I will write for you spiritual assignments do this pray like this you're going to focus on this this will be the scripture i may wake up in the middle of the night with a word from god and i will record a message and send it to you some people you see they can never grow spiritually because they don't follow instruction they are sending text messages to the regular number get the whatsapp app Get an app called WhatsApp. It's free of charge. Don't call the number. Don't text the number. Text it through WhatsApp. I will only respond if you text through WhatsApp. Chai, some people are still not catching it. You remember what I said? God will minister to you according to your capacity. There are people, some people, their capacity is so small because they don't know how to follow instructions. Learn to follow what is called instructions. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to pray for you right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond to somebody. There's somebody called... Da, uh, 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 Don Rodney, Don Rodney, get the WhatsApp app and message the same message and I will send you the prayer. Don't text the number. Go get the WhatsApp app and and save the number and text using the WhatsApp number. If you don't text using the WhatsApp number, there's nothing I can do. Even though I see your message, I will not respond. Some people receive the, uh, uh, the Sulam oil. I think we're going to have more by next week, right? So uh, did we already set it up on the website that people can go and, and 
waiting for a couple more things. Okay, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Let's pray for people now. I want you to get the WhatsApp thing and I want you to engage with it so that I may send you this prayer because I want people to be blessed. I'm only going to send it to people who are serious about outgrowing where they are. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everybody that is listening. I pray for everybody that is on. May something change and shift in their lives. I pray that there will be a new beginning in their lives, both spiritually and physically. I release the Sulam anointing upon them. As they text the WhatsApp number and as they receive this prayer, and as they listen to it and pray along with it, I pray that something will completely shift and change in their lives from this day. Father, I thank you that this is done in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. All those who are sending their offerings, all those who are sending their offerings, whether it's uh, uh, their, their offerings, you can go to prophetlovi.com and you can, you can give your offering, your tithe or whatever God is leading you to do so that you can continue to have these messages come to you. You can go to WhatsApp, you can go, uh, not WhatsApp, what is it called? PayPal. You go to prophetlovi.com, you can go to, to, uh, to Cash App, you can go to Venmo. Uh, all, all the information is at prophetlovi.com. So make sure you go to prophetlovi.com and, and, and you can go there and, and you can give what God has for you, whatever you want to give to the work of God. I bless you all. I lift you up in the name of Jesus. And I pray that your life will never be the same. In Jesus' mighty name. Shalom, 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 shalom to all of you. I love you, but the Lord Jesus loves you more. Amen, amen and amen and amen. In the realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah. What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? Hallelujah. I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I 
looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? I know one thing about you. You are real. <laughs> spirit you see what is on your shirt the lord said me your name is what is on your shirt hallelujah what is your name rose what do you have on your shirt hallelujah ah, yeah, 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 yeah. i don't know why where is my mama gonna power i saw fire jumping from her and coming to you and i'm trying to understand why when i looked at you i saw her when i saw her i saw you are you a nurse you're in the medical field Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Divorce. Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny, Ogba, Ogaga. Kenny. Ogba, Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> Because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the, in the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? I know one thing about you. You are real. Clariosto improdovida shalakate le mande Proveinden kishta agosta alova kalamande le pronde legista I pray for you in the name of Jesus That the Lord will touch you wherever you are I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible 
now. Lande le kishta avuka la bronde le kista vara kia se. Mevra tufta ika la vande le bronde dia. La clariosto fradei ke le kishta avuka talamande. Laisti constelesta in glory fantelino. Mevretita atuva kashuka pravedia amande. Langa tita labra de liga oka pavake tila mande le pronde vikate. Zila kusha, mevrafia azufekei. Kinkarabasonte le keia azuke prade kishta amande le kushta. Pravakushte ikarabakante le teleba sovarei. Makusha arade dia azaka talabante. Monde le kashte iza azuva, meria azuka dalamande karabatoshte, kapro soto lomande le keshta azuka ramande, mavo, mavo, mavo. I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change. That people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God. To be a shield for your family. To be a defender of your family. Let it be so now in Jesus' mighty name. Improdovida shalakate le mande, provenden kista agosta alova kalamande le pronde ligista. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that the Lord will touch you wherever you are. I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer. I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes 
and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change. That people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God. To be a shield for your family. To be a defender of your family. Let it be so now. In Jesus' mighty name.
la clariosto improdovida shalakate le mande provein den kishta agosta alova kalamande le pronte le gista